Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. All right, hi, I'm Sarah. This is Kat. And welcome to Book Talk. Hell yeah. Um, for this episode of Book Talk, we are gonna kind of talk about it's like classic literature in general. We've done a couple classics on the podcast um, and we're doing another one next week, The Picture of Dorian Gray. I'm not sure if you finished it. I'm like almost finished it. Um, but I, fe- I, I feel like, nice. I've, I feel like we both have like, I think Katrina has definitely stronger opinions when it comes to classic literature. Um, and I feel like right now, specifically on Book Talk, there's like, a lot of like de- like controversy like when it comes to people who read like maybe not con- conflict is the word that i'm looking for between people who like read things like akitar and people who read like classics um and so yeah i just kind of wanted to like talk about things like that because i feel like it's a hot topic right now and it's kind we're kind of doing a well we are reading a classic right now so uh, honestly, I didn't know that was a hot topic on Book Talk. I have not, I've not seen that. Mm. I've seen it a couple times, so maybe it's just on like my for you page. But in general, what are your thoughts on classic literature? Because I think the ones we've done for the podcast so far: Little Women, nineteen eighty four. I keep on wanting to say nineteen eighty nine because it's like the Taylor Swift album. <laughs> I keep getting confused. Um. Taylor Swift transcends everything. A hundred percent. And then now we're doing the picture of Dorian Gray. And I think that's all the classics we've done, right? I think so. Cool. I, it's, there's a few things for me where I don't, like, I wouldn't pick up a classic for myself, I don't think. Mm-hmm. The first one is, I know we've talked about this several times. It just reminds me of English class. Mm-hmm. And I hated English class. I thought it was ridiculous the way they made us read. It ruined the fun of reading for me mm-hmm. for like a period of time. So I just like I don't enjoy that genre really. Um, second, for me, it's not fun to read about women in the way they speak of them in classic literature. Because obviously they're written in a time and I understand that it was the time period. So it's nothing, it's nothing surprising exactly. But like, I don't want to spend my spare time 
reading about someone talking about women in a degrading way. Like that's just not amusing for me. That's not a fun time where it's like, oh, like women belong in the kitchen. Why don't you have a husband? Like this is all yeah. you're worthy of. Like that's not like that's not fun reading for me. And the third is just like no something about um the way people look down on people that don't like classic literature and read fun books, for example, fantasy, and think because you don't read classic literature, you're not like a real reader. You don't know how to read. You're like, you don't actually like reading. Like you just don't get that from people that like for example, fantasy books. Like I would like, sure, read what you want. I don't really care. Um, so I just think like, obviously not as a blanket statement. I know not all people that like classic literature are like this, but I just like, that's the vibe for me. Mm-hmm. And I just like, it. reading for me is, is something very enjoyable and I do it to relax. And just like those, those three things combined, it it turns into less of a relaxing thing and more of like, I'm doing this because I have to vibe. And Mm -hmm. I don't like, I don't want reading to be like that. Yeah. I would have to agree with you for like, basically all of your points with the exception of, I feel like there's like a specific genre of classic that I really like where there's like sneaky undertones of like feminism, which is why I really like Jane Austen because her like works are like very, like feminist for the time again it's like for the time but like when you read it and you can kind of tell that it's like unspoken like subtext that are like basically being like fuck men like I kind of like that because I like that these like feminism feminist ideals like lived in that previous time it just like wasn't as popular um and I feel like I would consider 1984 like a classic as well and like I really liked that one so like there are certain classics I like but I do agree that like sometimes when you're reading a classic it does feel like work and I also agree that there is like like this is what's kind of going on around TikTok like a lot of people who read like classics or like more difficult to read books are kind of like I don't want to say like talking down to like specifically to the community on TikTok that reads books like Akatar, Dance of Thieves, like the books that we really like. Um, but they definitely will like talk down on the books themselves and like kind of just be like, why would you read this? Like it's so, like, there's no like, like it's, you know, whatever. And I also kind of get that if you're like really used to reading classics, it would probably be hard to pick up a book. That was yeah, like, like it's a hard change if you're used to reading like the level of English that mm-hmm. yeah, classic literature tends to have, like going from 1984 to um, We Were Liars. I'd mm-hmm. be like, what is happening right now? Mm-hmm. Um, or even like Throne of Glass, like, and we love Sarah J. Mass, but like, yeah, that was not mm, <laughs> not the vibe for me. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I've never. I've just never been a classic literature kind of person. Mm-hmm. However, don't get me wrong. I love Pride and Prejudice, the movie. Um, <laughs> like it's a wonderful movie and it's the entire, like it's the same, 
but I apparently have no problem with the movie version. Um, I think it's just, it's just not fun. And I think that's my main, that's my main point is just, I don't, I don't read for anything else. Like I'm reading for my own enjoyment. So I don't, I don't see why I would read something that I don't enjoy. Yeah. I would say to like touch on that. I definitely have noticed for me personally in my adult life, I kind of like classics a lot less because I feel like I really liked English class because I was really good at it. Um, And I was able to like kind of pick out like themes and stuff like that. And um, so I feel like I really liked classic literature when I was doing it for academic purposes. Whereas like, like you said, if I like study all day and I spent my whole day like reading about like computer programming and like just studying and working so hard, I don't want to unwind by reading a book that is also like work for me to understand I'd rather read something that's a little bit more modern and like just kind of fun and like kind of dumb and just like like you know I just I was actually talking to um Emma about this our last episode's guest um and it was like you gotta kind of in my humble opinion you gotta kind of have a balance between both like the shitty books as well as the really good books it's like to me it's like the same with movies like Sometimes you watch like a shitty garbage movie that's just like a comedy and it's so funny. Like fucking, I watched Nacho Libre recently and I'm like, hell yeah, such a good movie. <laughs> Is it like objectively good? No. But then you can also watch, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Nacho Libre is just like the most recent movie I've watched. But like, there's a lot of like really good movies that will like also make you think like maybe a good documentary or something like that. And it's like, I watch both because sometimes I want to like turn my brain off and enjoy something. Sometimes I'm into like, learning and like doing something a little bit more challenging yeah and like just because you enjoy watching something like uh I don't know 21 Jump Street that, that doesn't make you like worse yeah exactly I feel like there's just like at least from what I've seen on my FYP there's just like a big controversy not I keep on saying controversy but uh, just a conflict of people like judging each other by the books that they read and it goes both ways I think I'm a little biased because Obviously, I love fantasy, so maybe I'm getting a little defensive on the people who, like, are super passionate about the classics, but, like, it goes both ways. Like, a lot of, I've seen a lot of content of fantasy readers, like, making fun of the people who read the classics being like, oh, they're so, like, pretentious and blah, blah, blah. And it's just kind of Mm -hmm. like, dude, we all like to read for various reasons. There's people who literally only like to read nonfiction books, and I, like, have tried to get them on a fiction book train tried to get them to like read something that's not real and not for learning purposes but some people everyone just likes different things also some people are smarter than other people I know for a fact that I am stupid which is why I have a hard time reading classic literature sometimes and why we have a hard time reading fantasy too apparently (laughs) we just have a hard time reading period why is it our hobby why are we doing a podcast about reading yeah I um I don't know uh although to be fair I know I've said a lot of uh mildly negative things about classic literature but 1984 I really did like like Mm -hmm. it's a very good book I highly recommend it and like the book coming up uh that we're going to talk about the picture of Dorian Gray Mm -hmm. like the writing itself I don't have an issue with 
Mm-hmm. Like I think it's it's well written. I think mm-hmm. it's interesting. The story is interesting. They're just like it's just not the vibe that mm-hmm. I think I'm going for. <laughs> it's like probably the worst way that I could describe that, but no, but I totally get it. Like yeah, I feel like I wanted to read the picture of Dorian Gray and uh, it was kind of because I thought it was going to be a lot different than it is. And I'll tell you why in the episode, but I anticipated very different things from this book based off of something else that I had like seen by Oscar Wilde. And like, I have a book of Oscar Wilde's poems and like, they're super good. Um, And I know this book is like super popular, like super, super, super fucking popular. Um, But yeah, I don't know. We'll have to talk about it next week. Um, um, yeah, those are kind of just like my thoughts on classic literature versus like more modern. Yeah, I've I've honestly never really thought that much about like the kinds of books that I like to read until um, I ended up on Book Talk. And people started like sharing the books they read. And then you'd like read comments of like people be like, oh, I hate those books and stuff like that. And I, I just never really considered what I read to be like an issue to others. <laughs> like apparently it is. I also didn't really think that I had such like a niche until one starting this podcast and two being on book talk. But it's like I do like other books. Like I do like just kind of regular contemporary romance. I do like, um, I like dystopian books. I do like mythology retellings. Like there is like, and I do like classics, but I fucking love fantasy. So it's just kind of like, I didn't really, I like, I really didn't realize that I would, cause I've seen a lot of book talkers who like have such a wide variety of things that they read and they like them all. And I'm like, Hmm. Yeah, I, I really don't think either of us knew until we started like picking books and then rating them and being like, is it is it just because there was no fantasy in this? <laughs> yeah, like like I like other books too. Like I'll read I'll read a lot of genres. I just have learned through this podcast that we tend to like fantasy. Um <laughs> but like I don't mind when we read classic literature like I'm I feel like we've had a really bad experience with romance books or just (laughs) well I've had both for me you're fine romantically whatever I was like what are you talking about (laughs) actually on this podcast we're doing Sarah's therapy session I don't think we have that kind of time I meant romance books. So I feel like the only romance book we've really, really read is It Ends With Us. That mm-hmm. isn't a fantasy romance that I can I'm, I'm not a big, like I've read, uh, I don't even know what to call them, just like regular <laughs> romance books, like non-fantasy, like it's a real life thing. Mm-hmm. They aren't for me. Like I just don't enjoy them very much. And I don't know what it is. Because like I, I love a good rom-com and mm-hmm. things like that but it just in a book form it doesn't I don't know it doesn't sit 
it doesn't sit with me. Did um, you see that there's going to be an It Ends With Us movie? I have seen that. We should watch it together. <laughs> I know, we're going to watch it, obviously. <laughs> but only together. Imagine I love it. <laughs> I'm like, ooh. Yeah, because I'm not a big rom-com guy. Yeah, I'm... But no, uh, back to classic literature. I was just going to say, I feel like one of the things I do like about reading books like uh, 1984, like A Picture of Dorian Gray, is they are very prominent in like uh, pop culture, I guess, Mm -hmm. um, where people talk about them and everyone knows about them. So I like having that... I don't want to say background, but just like general knowledge, I guess, mm-hmm. where like a lot of 1984 is quoted mm-hmm. in just general life. So I like knowing where that comes from and what it comes from. And like, obviously, Oscar Wilde is very famous. A Picture of Dorian Gray specifically is a huge book. And I like knowing that I know what it's about. Yeah, not you're not just anything, like, but just like, I don't know, I like to know. <laughs> Yeah, you like you know the context of the things that people are saying behind the quotes that they're like pulling from the books. That was quite the sentence I just whipped out of my ass. It was pretty impressive if I do say so myself. <laughs> well, like, yeah, exactly. It's what I mean. Like, no one's gonna be like, oh yeah, I remember in a court of silver flames how they say. Like that doesn't <laughs> put your hands on the headboard. <laughs> oh god. You know what? Maybe I get that people make fun of this. <laughs> no, I never said I didn't understand it. I just said it was a little rude. <laughs> yeah, there's a difference. Maybe. I think some people are just easy to hate on. And I think because, like, Sarah J. Mass obviously has, like, such a huge following. True. And, like, very dedicated fans. People just want to hate on her. Mm-hmm. because she has so much success um not me <laughs> <laughs> definitely not me also kind of loosely on that topic just like you know, like what I was saying about how like book talkers will like post the cover and like say what the book is about I think that in 2023 we should no longer like say the tropes that are in books Because for me personally, I'm realizing this about myself. If I like see a video on TikTok and I see that it says like enemies to lovers and like blah, blah, blah. And like certain tropes that I really, really love. I'm like, ooh, I really want to read that. Um, But then I know that the enemies are going to become lovers. So it kind of like spoils it for me in a way. You know what I mean? Like I feel like a large part of why we liked... Dance of Thieves and A Court of Thorns and Roses so much is because we did not know like the romances that were going to come out of that. But because I was like on Akatar's like TikTok algorithm, I naturally was on Throne of Glass. So like I kind of already knew certain things were coming because I had like seen them previously. And I was like, I didn't really remember because usually I try to swipe away as fast as I can. But, like, I kind of remember, I was like, I think maybe Rowan and Aelin end up together. Which was, like, very foreshadowed in, like, the book. But, like, because I kind of knew it, it, like, wasn't a surprise. Which means it kind of ruined it for me. So I think we should stop 
talking about tropes unless they're like soft tropes you know but if it's like a, a plot twist essentially like something that's like enemies to lovers or friends to lovers even it's just like well then I know the outcome of the characters interactions with each other hear me out solid solution delete tiktok <laughs> <laughs> never <laughs> You're like, I'm going to make this everyone else's problem. Well, I'm not just on BookTok. Like, there's a lot my algorithm is doing. If I delete TikTok, I'm losing those videos, too. I usually just stop. I just kind of stop watching now. Yeah, but but you're right. It definitely does spoil it when you're like, even if you can see it coming, I like to know that it might not happen. Right? Because I think one book that I'm like... You can. I was just gonna say if it's already confirmed, it's kind of it ruins the fun. You know what I realize also? Just sorry before you go back to your point. <clears throat> I don't say already. I say, wait, I, no, I can't say yes. it. <laughs> Give me a second. Stage right. <laughs> it's now. I'm gonna say it wrong. This is this is not the way I say it usually. But it's something like already. Like, I don't say the L. Huh. You go already? Yeah. Like, I don't say already. And I just, I realized that, like, a week ago. And every time I say it. You just said it, go wrong, too. I know. (laughs) Now I'm just thinking too much about English and it's throwing me off. Um, But no, I thought about it, like, a week ago. And I can't stop thinking about it every time I say the word. Well, now I'm going to give you shit for that for the rest of your life. Yeah, wait, listen to it when you're listening back to the recording. Every time I say it, I won't say already. I'll say it the other way. Got it. I'm excited. I'm excited to make fun of you. I'll just like make the volume for the podcast really loud in that moment. So it's just already. And no one knows why, because you explained afterwards. Uh, too much power too much power hey I never use the power I have to be fair I have been very good you have been I am a kind person who deserves (laughs) love and happiness (laughs) I want to note that I've been coughing this whole time so that was disappointed (laughs) that was just accident but yes classic literature I thought you were gonna say yes you do <laughs> no, um, I honestly don't think I have anything to add. But what were you gonna say before I went on that weird tangent about how I say the word already? Who knows, man? <laughs> it's lost in the void. It's so lost in the void. I'm not doing well. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all I have to add. Cool. Well, we did it. And as always, if you want to follow us, oh, mm-hmm. and as always, if you want to follow us on social media, wait. You know what? I'll do it. <laughs> no, I was gonna do something funny. Okay. Do it. Not gonna be funny. <laughs> I need to relax first because I think it's gonna be so funny. Oh my god. If you're not following us on social media already, 
our Instagram and Twitter. Classic comedy. Our Instagram and Twitter is bookbevies, and our Gmail for longer email inquiries is bookbevies at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you haven't already. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <sighs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.